Hi, I am Eli Aringay from On Faith and Fatherhood and welcome to my podcast. Through this podcast, I will be sharing my insights on parenting, homeschooling, family, and faith. It is my belief that family is God's instrument to carry on His commands and decrees from one generation to the next. And as parents, it is our duty to raise obedient and God-fearing children. During my childhood years, I remember playing a game among friends wherein uh, we have uh, this sort of a uh, debate competition. And uh, one of the questions that we often ask is the question of which came first? Which came first, the chicken or the egg? (laughs) I suppose if your childhood is around 1980s or early 90s, you're very familiar with this uh, topic. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? The chicken or the, or the egg? Although this, um, I would say, dilemma <laughs> could have existed earlier than that. For those who haven't heard this um, or was hearing this for the first time, the, the, the chicken and the egg question just go around circles. It, it goes like this. If um, you'd say that the egg comes first, the next question would be, where did the egg uh, came from? Uh, would it not be logical that chicken lays egg? <laughs> However, if one says that the chicken comes first, the other would say, chicken came from eggs, therefore egg should come first. And it will just be a cycle, uh, you know, often concluded by arguing that God created chickens, not eggs, first with other animals as we can learn from the Bible. But uh, then chicken came from eggs, right? (laughs) You see, for the past several weeks, my country, uh, the Philippines, particularly here in Metro Manila, is uh, faced faced, uh, a similar um, chicken and chicken-egg dilemma, if if I may call it. The, the government uh, is confronted with the challenge of prioritizing uh, between two considerations brought about by the pandemic. Uh, what are these? You have health or life on one hand and uh, economy, livelihood on the other hand. If you think about it, it is um, basically the same question of which comes first, uh, which would must come first. Life or love, livelihood, life or livelihood, health or economy. And um, just like this chicken and egg dilemma, there seems to be um, no definite answer to this question. And um, this, this has been the challenge actually not only for the Philippines but also for many countries around the world. One of the ways that... Um, Medical experts and uh, governments around the world, around the globe, devised in, in order to prevent the spread of the virus is to place societies in lockdowns. The purpose of, la- of a lockdown is to limit the mobility of people, thereby preventing the further transmission of the virus, which in effect prevents people from getting infected, from getting sick. And um, by, by doing so, um, governments believe that they would be able to ensure that the healthcare system will not be overwhelmed. 
life and uh, health are uh, uh, preserved and uh, protected in uh, imposing lockdowns. Unfortunately, by placing society in lockdowns, economic activities ceased. Uh, commercial activities slowed down, slows, slow down, resulting to um, massive loss of jobs and uh, business closures. Economies experience uh, recession and uh, poverty is really felt in many parts of the world. It now becomes a choice between health and economy, between life and livelihood. And uh, striking a balance between the two is easier said than done. Uh, basically, there are only two options, life or livelihood. And choosing one um, seems to absolutely exclude the other option. Um, last year, uh, that was to 2020, and I think it was around uh, August, if I'm not mistaken, our country faced that uh, at, at the time the same difficult decision. Uh, we do not know how much uh, we do not know much um, about this virus, and there were no vaccines available, and uh, it, it was extremely difficult last year. Lockdowns lasted not only for days or weeks, but months. <laughs> Can you imagine being on a strict quarantine, being on a lockdown, a total lockdown for around four to five months? And uh, I can I, I remember that in one of our family discussions, we asked the kids whether the government must extend the strict quarantine classification every time um, uh, it would expire. <laughs> or the, the time set would uh, have to end, or ease up the restrictions to uh, allow people to go to work. And uh, my wife and I couched the question as to what is more important, life or money? And uh, it really is like a chicken-egg question. One of our kids would say, life is more important because... Money can uh, be earned again. You can go to work and earn money again. Uh, while the other kid would say money is more important because without money, people won't be able to buy food and without food, they will die. <laughs> um, I think they have uh, both a legitimate case for their <laughs> possession on the question. Now, fast forward to this date. Our government is still confronted making that very same decision. And uh, however, I realized that the decision is indeed difficult. I realized that it is not as simple as a decision between life and livelihood, between life and money. There are a number of considerations that they must um, that they must uh, look uh, look at uh, before coming up with a decision. You see. There are those who were not really impacted much by this pandemic. And by, by this, I mean they can afford to work from home. They did not get any pay cut. They are still employed to begin with. And they still have enough savings to go through every day. And they can afford to make purchases that are even above and beyond their needs. However, on the other side of the fence, there are those who depend on daily wages for their everyday needs. They are uh, minimum wage earners whose work does not allow them to 
do it from home. Whereas uh, many even lost their jobs, which impacted not only them, but even the other members of the family, their, their wives, their small kids, their parents even. Um, so in, in other words, it is hard to simplify the situation without undermining the sufferings of other people. I wish making the decision is that simple. The the harsh reality is that it is not a simple it's not a simple decision because it affects everyone. And this latter group of people, those depending on daily wages, I am certain that they do not wish to be infected whenever they clamor to ease up the restrictions and ask the government to allow them to go to work. I'm I'm 100 100% sure that none of them wants to be infected with COVID. <laughs> For them, their, their livelihood, their jobs, is as important as life because it, it not only benefits them, but also the other members of the family who depends on them for food and other provisions. Now, I, I won't claim that I, that I have an answer, that, that I have the answer to this issue. I'm not saying that there is a sure way to figure out how to strike a balance between health and economy, that, that there's a clear rule to follow to find that balance. That is why I'm, I am also cautious in throwing criticisms against any government institutions. You see, most of the time, it is easy to suggest and propose for the leaders to do this or that, but when you are the one making the decision, it is not really that easy or, and, and simple. Nevertheless, I will be giving a um, uh, different perspective on this issue. And uh, hopefully, this uh, perspective will and uh, can encourage all of us. This is the truth that all of us needed to be reminded of. Life, good health, the ability to work, the blessing of work, the providence of work, all of this are dependent on the grace of God. All of this are dependent on the grace of God. And both life and livelihood come from the Lord. What I am saying is that the issue is not really which um, between life and livelihood is more important. The issue is whether or not you entrust unto the Lord both your life and your livelihood. The question is whether or not you trust God that He will take care of your life and that He will take care of your needs. There is no dispute that God is the giver of life and this gift comes with the truth that God is also the sustainer of life. We all live and um, we will all die according to the timeline of God. And if we really think hard about it, every day, is a struggle between life and death. No one knows the hour when we will leave this world, right? So as long as we are able to get out of the bed in the morning, breathe and exist in this physical world, that only means that God wants us to still be alive. Now, you may ask for how long? Well, until such time that we are to leave this world, also according to the will of God. It is true that there are things that we can do to take care of our health, right? Take care of our body, like um, exercise 
eat healthy food, wear your mask, wear your face shield, wash your hands, but it does not mean that we owe life to ourselves. Our existence is dependent on God. Similarly, our work and our ability to work are God's gift to us. It is God's providence. In the grand scheme of things, we have varying experiences and opportunities in life. Some have opportunities that others do not have. And God's providence works in such a way that a lot of things happen in our lives um, that are not within our control. And even if there are experiences which we think we have a hand on, truth is, uh, it simply happened because God willed it to happen. And so if we have comfort in life, if we still have work, a job at this time, God willed it and that He has a good reason for His plan. On the other hand, if this pandemic caused us and is continuously causing us to be sick, Maybe there are people close to us who died, who lo- we, we lost our job, we are in pain, we are in suffering, we are suffering throughout this whole ordeal. The reminder is the same. It is always according to the will of God. For some of us, life may be hard at the moment. But we can trust that God has a good reason, a perfect reason for it. Now, if we are to go beyond the issue of life versus livelihood and instead focus on whether or not we trust the Lord, and if we are able to choose trusting Him, then we can have peace. We can be secured in the midst of the lockdowns, in the midst of the pandemic, right? We will acknowledge that God is the sustainer of life and the provider of the needs of His children. Regardless of whether we are pro-lockdown or pro-opening our economy, the truth is the same. Everything is under God's control. So we can trust God. He holds our life. We can trust God for He is our source of provision. One must really be careful in casting judgment to others who are taking a position different from their personal take on this issue. Those who agree in the imposition of lockdowns um, to um, prevent uh, further transmission of the virus should not judge those who want the economy open so they can go to work. Similarly, those um, who calls, uh, those who call for the opening of the economy must not downplay the reality of the virus and immediately oppose any suggestion of a lockdown. It, you, you see, it is, it is a different story if you are the ones directly affected by the decision of whether to impose a lockdown or to open up the economy. Inasmuch as I wanted to think that this virus is a product of some sort of a conspiracy theory or an example of fake news, I cannot deny the fact that there are people very close to me, close to our family, who either got infected and hospitalized or died. But I am also not I'm I'm also careful not to underestimate the predicament of those who cannot work as a result of the lockdown. 
if I'm placed in their situation, I know that I may be susceptible to feel desperate. Also, when my family is uh, in hunger already and I cannot do anything about it because I am not allowed to go to work. More than a year in this lockdown and yet the virus is not showing any signs of slowing down, at least at this point. We should have learned many lessons by this time. And I believe one of those lessons should be this. Life in this world is temporary. Life in this world is temporary. We are living on a borrowed time. We do our best to protect ourselves so as not to get infected or infect others. We do our best to work hard to provide for our family. But at the end of the day, God holds our life, our existence in the palm of His hands. It is no longer a competition between life and livelihood. The real issue is, do we trust God? Do we trust God with our life? Do we trust God for our daily sustenance? From a human perspective, I desire that we can return to the kind of life that we have before the pandemic. You know, the time when we can freely gather, roam around without mask, without any fear of getting infected. A time when we can freely meet up with friends, report to work without fear. When families can have vacations without going through a lot of health protocols. I miss those times. I miss those times. And I know many share the same sentiment. And, uh, well, I hope that vaccination will make this possible. But even when we are not able to return to that time, I can find comfort in the truth that I can trust God. And whatever happens in this world tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, I know that God is faithful to those who clings on Him and on His promises. So that's it for today's episode. Till next time.